Well, guess who's still alive? I bet you thought we might have been dead, but guess what? We're not. This is episode number 84 of the Red River Horror Podcast, and we are going to be discussing some fun things today, especially back to my favorite thing, you know, those good old anthology series is is, is a new one, one that's currently going, and then we're also going to jump in on some other fun topics, so sit back and relax and uh, code down those channels of fear with us on episode 84 of the Red River Horror Podcast. And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. Once again, this is episode number 84. I'm your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Ed Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How's it going? Hey, Joe. It's uh, it's hot. It's still hot. It's been very hot. <laughs> it's been very hot out here. Let me tell you something. I lived a nightmare the other week. One of the reasons why I was like, oh, like one of the reasons that we didn't get a show in is like, yeah. why we didn't even talk about it. I was like, I had... So I had this ear issue. Oh. I get, I get really bad tinnitus sometimes, but normally like it comes and goes. We're talking six days wow. nonstop high pitch in my ear. Like couldn't sl- like had to take like sleeping aids and stuff like that just to fall asleep because it was relentless. Relentless. Dude, never I stopped. never knew that. I am sorry. I didn't talk to him. I didn't really talk about it. My yeah. wife knew, but that's because I was taking medicine and stuff yeah. to fix it and now i'm fixed does the medicine help yeah okay yeah so any of you kids out there or anybody who works with like loud things make sure you wear your ear protection mm-hmm. because you'll just have hidden long-term damage or not so hidden long-term damage wow yeah yikes yeah so all right so heed those warnings when you plug your uh, earphones into your computer and it says are you sure you want to turn it up this loud yeah just be like, eh, you know what? You're probably right. I shouldn't. Approach with caution. Yeah. Approach with caution. <sighs> so, I mean, it all started happening. I thought it was me because I went to a couple of concerts. And speaking of which, it was the topic of last episode. I saw Rob Zombie, who, of course, did uh, took full advantage of his upcoming Monsters movie as a part of his set. Ah. Was playing the trailer on screens. <laughs> uh, and they also had the, like, Monster Mobile. Yeah. And you could... I think it was like five or ten bucks to get your picture on it. Right. It's like, come on, man. The thing is, dude, I mean, you forget just how good of a marketer Rob Zombie is. I mean, that's how you get to be where he is. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because there's nobody. Like, it's not like his songs are that good. I... Uh, he had a good stretch there. I I liked him a lot. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, that's that's true. It's been Not a while. Not even almost. It's been twenty years. It's been so. I I don't want to. I do hope to have Rob on the podcast someday. Hey, so, so if we're doing two straight episodes where we're we're mad at Rob for something, I'm not mad at him for anything. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like he keeps doing his thing and there's nothing stopping him. No, so it's like good for you. He knows how to sell merch. He knows how to yeah. sell things. So I I wouldn't be surprised if the Munster Mobile they were charging ten dollars a pop. Yeah, I think maybe the. One of the reasonings behind doing something like that is probably keeps the crowd down. Ah. So that way it's not like a huge line of people or people like jumping in and trying to. Yes. Oh, it I, keep, it oh keeps, honey, look. Yeah. It's that thing you like. Yeah. So that was a really cool nostalgic show. Headlined by Rob Zombie. Opening acts were Power Man 5000, whose singer Spider is the... He's, he's his brother, right? The brother of Rob Zombie. People always said it, but this was 
this was in the uh, not to interrupt you, but when people said that so oh, spiders rob zombies brother, I'm just like no, he's not. Shut up. Yeah. And the thing is, like at the time people were saying it, you couldn't just pull out your phone and be like, yeah, he is. Look. Yeah. So I just I just ran with that for years and never looked. So he's his brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and then there was the other one where it's like they thought Wayne Static was also a relative, like that was another rumor. Yeah. That's not true. The, yeah. Um, so Wayne Static being related to Rob Zombie do not, is not true. So where the, was, was Static, so Power Man, Rob Zombie's the headliner, yep. Power Man 5000. Then Static X. Wow. Which Wayne Static is dead. He's been dead for a few I've, years. Yeah. Um, but it's, the guy's name's Edsel Dope, who's the lead singer of Dope. Ah, and also the entire band of Dope, the only original member. Well, so and they're kind of like the same band. So when I was talking to my buddy, that well, guy who's been on the show before, Dave, mm-hmm. with the Saul episodes, when I was talking to him about, it, it's like I don't understand. Like at this point, like the gimmicks up. So what he does, he wear he puts his hair up like Wayne Static, and wears like a death mask, and goes by Zero, where he's like the reanimated corpse of Wayne Static. Okay, it's kind of the gimmick. Okay. It's a cool looking mask. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, but why not just do both band songs? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, I mean, if you're why? the only guy in dope. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're hiring a backing band every time you go everywhere, not just use the backing band of Static X. Right. Hey, guys, this is Static X, and we're going to do some dope. So, I, what, what is it? Uh, Paul Rogers did that with, when he went on tour with Queen. Yeah. Because, like, if you notice. I never noticed before that when they talked about it on the radio, they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, Queen with Paul Rogers. If you look at all the branding for stuff, it literally says Queen plus Paul Rogers. Yeah. So he's singing, obviously a very different kind of singer than Freddie Mercury, but they were doing Paul Rogers songs, Free, Bad Company, but like along with Queen. So it's just like, it's like, oh, huh. That's fun. That's a great idea. Yeah. So yeah, well, why the so, hell not? That's a you. You might have just yeah. given Static X and that dude Dope a great tour idea. So yeah, they are going to be on tour together. He's just gonna do double <laughs> duty. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't get it, but whatever. All right. So um, Power Man Five Thousand Static X, and then for the first time touring in thirteen years was Mudvayne. Oh, now was that the reason you went to the show? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, they absolutely just crushed it. <laughs> so I mean, they put on a hell of a show. I was gonna say because you've we've seen Rob Zombie together. Yep. Uh, I actually maybe we'll come back to this. No, maybe we won't. We're, we're gonna address it right now. Go for it. I well, I'm interrupting your story of Fine. seeing. All right, Rob Zombie should have went last. On that so show. that was the time when he was with Slayer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's I understand the crowd was very much excited to see Slayer. Yeah. The problem was Rob Zombie had a full-on production. Yep. And Slayer just had a bunch of speakers behind amps behind him. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, they don't. They've never been big on the flash. Right. <laughs> so so what do you think should should Slayer or Rob Zombie have gone last? At that show? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was pretty happy with Slayer going okay. last. I mean, but then again, you know, that's a band I've seen a lot. Right. You know, a band I like a lot. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not taking away from either of the. I yeah. just, I was. So I've seen, I've seen Zombie close a bunch of times too. Like I saw him, like, 
in a more fitting scene. Like it was kind of interesting for him to be on tour with Slayer. Yeah. And I think that specific tour was like they it wasn't a big tour. They just did a bunch of like smaller cities. Right, like for instance, the one we saw was in Reading. Right, it yeah. was like a tour in between tours kind of thing. Okay, um, so but, that might be why it was kind of like like that. I don't know, but I saw him with uh, Marilyn Manson. Okay, and then he was the closer for that, and then also Alice Cooper, and he also closed at that. Wow, I mean, he's kind of like you know the '90s, 2000s Alice Cooper. Wait, how many times have you seen Rob Zombie? Five. Wow. He's been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, I always forget that. He's like not young. No. But but that's I mean, God bless him. Yeah. I think he's vegan. That that's what I, I that's what I gotta do. Yeah, if he <laughs> just polished off some hoagies like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out shout out to our not sponsor yet, TNF Hoagies in All Philly. Right. Um there was actually a really funny picture uh, that my wife, Melissa, had sent me. It was something she saw on Instagram. You know, people find things. Sure. It was... <laughs> oh, no, I can't remember the exact caption. So it, no. was a, it was a picture of Rob Zombie, and he looked like like a drawn-out, like dried-up, like Jack Sparrow. Like yeah. he, It was clearly like a daytime shot of him in the full gear and yeah. it said he looked like a dried up Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, and, but I, I can't remember there there was there was a little bit to the language that made it funnier than what I just said. Interesting. <laughs> well either way, we love you, Rob. Yeah. We, yes. We love you. And then John I, Five. Yeah. Love J Five. Oh my gosh. J Five wrote the best Marilyn Ma- the best era of Marilyn Manson. And now he plays with Rob Zombie. That's I I forgot all that. Yeah. I used to know that stuff when I liked things. <laughs> yeah, I, when I had more time to appreciate the things <laughs> that I like liked. Well, yeah. And I'll tell you something else. You're talking about like funny pictures. Yeah. Now, this isn't really horror related. Unless he has been in something horror, let's kick our brains around. So I was up in Bennington, Vermont over the weekend. And uh-huh. then on our way back, we got recommended. It's like one of those things like you're in the mountains, but you're only about like two and a half hours from the coast, like Massachusetts right across the way. Sure. Like this part of Vermont is literally between, it's kind of just a wedge between upstate New York and Mass. Mm-hmm. And so we stop at this place. It's called Man of Kent in Hoosick, New York. So we're in upstate New York. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you like, so their whole thing was like British pub fare. Oh. I had one of some of the best fish and chips I've ever had in my life. Oh. And then my buddy tells me, he's like, you actually also been on the show in early episodes, my old roommate, Evan. Yes. Who lived in the haunted apartment. And then his house is definitely haunted, but we'll cover that more when we get to talk to him again. Sure. Um, great story behind that. So we'll let him tell that. Really cool. His house was built in 1799. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a whole whole thing behind it. So we'll, I'll, no. I'll let him tell that story. No, I'm looking Any- forward to it. Yes. So so like the only reason that... The only reason I want you to finish this story about the, sh- the show with Rob Zombie is because I think I know something that happened, um, but I want to see if you say it. So, so we have Power Man 5000, Static X. Mudvayne. Uh, Mudvayne, and that's – I was just like – once you said that, it's like, oh, okay, that's why he went. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, is Mudvayne all original? It was the drummer of Slipknot? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah, he died. Jeez. Yeah. Um, no, who was, who was in Mudvayne? Somebody was in Mudvayne from somewhere else. What? I thought so. Again, uh, I'm very far removed from the Napster days. I man. mean, no, I mean they've always been together, and then when they split, the bassist released this really cool like 
not like metal, but it was like he's just like a big slap kind of bassist. Okay. Just this like slap funk. Yes. Like a heavier funk kind of sounding thing. It was cool. I don't know what the drummer did. And the guitarist and Chad Gray, the vocalist, they teamed up with R.I.P. Pantera drummer Vinnie Paul and some other people. And they started a band called Hell Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm forgetting over yeah. the years. So, Power Man 5000, Static X, Mudvayne, was that it? Rob Zombie. And Rob Zombie, okay. Yeah. yeah. Did they all come out and do a song together? No. Okay. It wasn't that. You were in Camden? Yeah. I think at the Holmdel, New Jersey show, they, they, there was something Did happened. So, the, the thing is, there was something that happened at the show uh-huh. that I don't know if it kicked them off late or if there was technical issues or whatever it was. But yeah, apparently there was like a big uh, orgy of rock. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, it could have happened. I was pretty... <laughs> tuned up by the end yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I hurt my neck I mean I was having a great time I was having way too much fun um, nice yeah so that's that's cool yeah and um, I was like the only time I've seen like every band get on stage and play songs together was the big four show so it was Anthrax Megadeth Metallica and Slayer mm-hmm. and the closing set was uh, all four bands switching off of stuff and playing cover songs Wow. So they could play like Motorhead and Judas Priest, just like having fun. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, eat. Here I am eating fish in the middle of nowhere. And to my surprise, I walk into this tiny little bathroom and there it is a picture smile at me of Joe Pesci that just says, God is good, Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, like, so you, you, like, you go to this English pub in Hoosick, <laughs> New York, and it's like one of those ones you drive by, like on like those high on like those routes. Yeah, and it's just like you know you drive by like those like little bars, went on a route, and be like, I wonder who goes in there. Sure, it was like one of those kinds of places. Joe Pesci was in there. <laughs> yes. So. Well, apparently nobody knows. And then I'm like, has Joe Pesci been in any horror movies? Ah, uh, that's good question um that well i love that trailer you sent me a trailer for fraser yeah that was freaking hilarious <laughs> fraser so, dude i love stuff like that where it's like recut <sighs> recut for a horror that the fraser one that was incredible that was incredible and the home alone one that home was alone cut was a into one. a scary movie was a good one too um and then i think there's a oh no there's a tommy boy as a drama that was really good <laughs> <laughs> and uh the shining as a like a like co- a family, family comedy yeah it's yeah. called shine it's like all you gotta do is put in peter gabriel salisbury hill <laughs> just, just changes everything. do you and like the hotel uh, jack let's see has he done horror so you know you got some lethal weapon of course joe pesci and horror uh, if we're gonna get anything here, I don't think so. Like gone fishing, you could do a six degrees of separation. Danny Glover's been in some horror films. Yes, he has. But Joe Pesci. Mm. Yeah, no, he's him, you know, mostly like the drama horror, not a horror. Drama, comedy. 
He was a scary guy in uh in Goodfellas and Casino. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just his thing. Yeah. He did that, and then he became a uh, a, a funnier guy. Yeah. And then the uh, as he went along. That's yeah, all good. Joe Pesci. But hey, I mean, they put his picture in the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> Signed. <laughs> in a, a frame. Mess up. That's in a British themed pub. <laughs> God is good. God is good. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> so so Ooh. anyway, think of, speaking of things that are funny, what we do in the shadows is in full swing, and you can check that out on FX and Hulu. If you don't know how much I love that show, you can ask me about how much I love that show, and I'll tell you how much I love that show. It's fantastic. Most recent episode was brilliant. It's done something where it's coming into its fourth season, and it seemed like it was going to seemed like it was running out of time by like the end of season three and uh-huh. just did things. They're just like, well, that revitalizes a whole storyline and that's <laughs> going to be great. And it has been great so far. So, you know, everything with the one character, Colin Robinson, mm-hmm. makes me fucking crack up. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't explain it. So, No, I, I know that show is popular. I think I watched the first episode, not last year, yeah. the year before. You know, just with, with me and TV shows, it's hard. But I, I, I will catch up to that one. I everybody says it's really good. Yeah, and so it's a show. And I say it to everybody, it's not one of the shows where it's like, oh, you know, like it gets like just stick it out. It's like it gets better in time. I think every show's that way, where it's like I don't think you can really judge anything by its first first season too much. Sure. Um, of course, I mean networks have to. That's why so many get canceled after one season. Ah, sometimes yeah. not in the right way, but hey, who knows? Not a lot of, not a lot of shows start off that great. Nah, except tw- except Ozark, the which one. the best scene of the entire series is the first ten minutes. <laughs> right, never got better from there. Uh no, but twenty four. That, that I don't. I think actually, I think Watch Mojo. I was surprised. Yeah, they did like a best first seasons type thing, and and twenty four was was number one. Or that the best sense. last episode, but I mean that sh- that first season was, I mean, it's very dude. unique. Yeah, you know, twenty four episodes, one hour a piece. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I yeah, I, I could see uh, apparently um, evil is back at, at that show for CBS or Paramount Plus. Yeah, that's that's returned. Yes, I watched the whole first season of that. Still haven't seen the second, but there's a third now. Yeah. And then also, you know. I can't do any spoilers on Shadows, but the other thing, other show that I've been enjoying is the anthology series uh, American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy those a lot as much as I enjoy like things like Black Mirror. Those things, um, Black Mirror, obviously. I mean, that's supposed to be coming back soon, and that just gives me the the creeps. And this season of American Horror Stories has also given me the creeps. It's only three episodes in. It's currently on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth checking out. I think it's it's FX. It's made just for Hulu, I believe. I don't think it's on FXX at all. Okay. So I think it's a Hulu exclusive via FX or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the first one, if you're into like the creepiness of like dolls and stuff, like think like the tourist trap. Sure. You know, with the mannequins, if you like that, and then. The second one had like a very Black Mirror vibe to it. 
which was really good for anybody with like a smart doorbell. Highly recommend it. And then this last one did a nice surprising twist on urban legend, on a famous urban legend. So Ooh. I've been enjoying this one. I think this season's been better than the first. If we talk about, you know, things getting better over time. But American Horror Story. American Horror Stories on Hulu. Well, yeah, the story. Do you remember when they first came out with that? There was a promotion Mm. where the the guy in the latex suit or whatever would just show up and scare the crap out of you. Yeah. Do you remember? We, we, we signed each other up for that, too. Well, well yes, yeah, so, because cause that, that was the thing. It's like we had to ensure yeah. that it was going to get carried out. They made you sign. It's just like, can you... Like, can you do this? So yeah. if we say, because we both worked at a beer distributor at the time, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like the perfect spot. Because when you're there by yourself and you're loading up the fridge or whatever, like, it's easy, easy oh, to yeah. pull that off in, on a late night. So anyway, we we had, we did, we signed each other up for that contest knowing, and, and I'll never forget the one thing you said to me. I was just like, yeah, no, dude, I'll do it. But you're too paranoid to let something like that happen. That's true. <laughs> so then, that's then true. I, you're very much. You're you're ready. You're something's behind you at all times. You're ready for something to be behind you at all times. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so then so then I was worried because this is so me. Like I was then yeah. worried that I I was just like, oh no, if they do this, am I gonna like know? You know, like would I catch them? Yeah. In other words, and not be scared. It's just like, oh, man, there it is. There's the guy. <laughs> yeah, you'd be looking up because you knew exactly where, like, the mirror was in the in the fridge and stuff like that to be like, nah. right. It's like, no, nobody's getting me. It's true. But I just, I remember that. I did, like, the first season of American Horror Story. I think I got to, I think I liked season one. I liked Freak Show. No, no, I didn't like Freak Show. I wasn't a fan of Freak Show, but I think that's where I got was, uh, yeah, Coven. Coven I liked. That was the other one. I liked I liked the first one in Coven. Yeah. So I did watch American Horror Stories, the very first episode, and it was the tale of uh, of the two people that previously occupied the house right. that the people in American Horror Story season one occupy. Right, so it's an origin story of the Gimp. Yes. Yep. Um, But no, I'll I'll continue. I'm with you on. That's probably the best way to do it because I really got tired of American Horror Story. I got tired of the 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 the, the stories just kept getting like weird, and then they're like they break out in song, and it was like, what the hell is going on? It's not easy to produce, you know, that many episodes of something that's going to be supposed to be like scary. Yeah. And I think you really have a very limited amount. Mm-hmm. And trying to do it for, I think they do like 12 to 13, something like that. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. So if you go back and look at something like uh, Midnight Mass, that's six, right? Six or seven. And people like that. So. I can't remember, but they're they're less than 10. Okay. Uh, like Haunting, no, Haunting you know of Hill House. I did watch Colt. I was just curious, and it was everything I yeah. thought it would be. I so, did watch that that season, Colt. They've got um, it's it's a little cartoony, it's a little goofy, yeah. Um, but it gets to the point where it all kind of ties together. Hmm. So it's kind of clever in that sense. I'm not saying that it's like the greatest thing you got to watch it again. But you get to I think it was Apocalypse. Okay. Where it like ties Coven. It's like a follow up to Coven and shit. Huh. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Who cares? I mean, but the, but the horror stories, it, you don't have to. You don't have to worry about any of that. Nope. You can watch anyone at any time. They're all their own individual stories, and yeah, I enjoy that. So if you flip through the description, you're like, okay, this is the one I want to check out. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You don't have to watch them in order or nothing. Good, because I'll probably flip right to the Urban Legend one. Uh, that's like that was the most recent one, other than what's being made available today. Okay. So I'm a. I, I I can dig Urban Legend. Now, the problem, I, I think we talked about this over dinner. I just wanted to tell you that a prop out a problem I'm having with, yeah. with the horror genre right now. Yeah. So my wife and I have, you know, we're excited. We got Shudder, and we've been just streaming away when we can. The problem we've been running into is I, I am a huge fan of the slow burn. Yeah. Huge fan of the slow burn. It follows. Um, nah, there's a lot of other ones, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, like I love, I love the build up and the tension and all yeah. that stuff. The problem I'm coming across is that there's like the good slow burn, there's the bad slow burn, yeah, and then there's like the slow burn. Just like okay, the movie's good, but I'm really depressed. Yeah, right now. <laughs> So I'm I'm having one thing I'm 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 on a bad streak with these like pictures, descriptions and trailers pulling me in and then I watch the movie and then I feel like crap afterwards. Just like that's a Friday night and I want to like I'm like whoa. Yeah, I'm all depressed. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I I don't you. know if you've come across anything like that. And and it's it's a st- like I'll give you a perfect example. This isn't recent. When I watched It Comes at Night, I'm like, okay, I know people like this, but this is too damn depressing. Like, I, I, I am just, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so I, I don't know. The, the reason I asked, I, I, uh, I brought it up is I don't know if you've had this same experience recently where you're coming across more things that are a slow burn, but then really depress you afterward. So... There's not too many. Um, I have a hard time feeling like real emotions with movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty much why I stick to horror and comedy because it's kind of mindless. Okay. Um, but that's not entirely true. It's like, yeah, I appreciate a good story. It's like that's what I really want out of anything is I just or I, or I just want to laugh or I just want something yeah absurd. So, like, in the horror genre, I'm like, I don't know what's ever really made me feel, like, depressed afterwards. Um, the only movie that's ever made me feel genuinely depressed and sad and, like, really just brought me down was Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. And I freaking love that movie. <laughs> Not a horror movie, but, I mean, it's more real. I mean, it's as real as it can yeah. get of, you know. That that's a and that'll make you feel real shitty. That's a great example of kind of the tone that these movies have put me in. Yeah, I can't say what? not not as intense well, as record. Are you depressed version. because of the movie itself, or you're depressed because you didn't like the movie? I think because of the movie itself. Okay, like that. There's some really messed up things that happens, and it comes at night. Things that are like upsetting. Yeah. Just like you feel hereditary. 
Hereditary. That one made me feel pretty depressed when I think about it. Okay. Yeah. Now that one, see, the thing that that had to, the thing that Hereditary had was that was the slow burn. Yeah. It was depressing. Not one you can just pop on on a Friday night for sure. No. Um, but that scared me. Yeah. Hereditary actually scared me. And not that these other films, I, I, I'll say someone who I like a lot, that Brian Bertino just watched the dark and the wicked was just it was it was scary like it scared me but it was very depressing very depressing movie so i i don't know it just seems like it's happening more yeah i i mean ari aster is the perfect example so his two films hereditary and midsummer they're not really happy <laughs> no but I like definitely mid Samara not feeling sad afterwards. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah. yeah. Actually, M- Melissa says that she she said that you know because kind of things things happen as you'd be like okay like I can I can see that yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm just I I, I want. <laughs> this is a very random explanation, but sometimes, and I haven't seen it when I haven't. There's a lot of movies that I haven't seen. And I want to watch something, and it comes time to pick what you want to watch. I end up more times than not with the depressing thing when all I want, <laughs> all I want is just like a Jason Lives, Friday Part Six, you know? Yeah, like, like I just a good goofy slasher. It, it just makes it feel like Friday night. Like you got the pizza, you got the soda, the popcorn, like just yes. something that feels Friday. Yeah. And that's, I've been running into a lot more things that do not. And they're just like, oh man, like, and it, it ends. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to bed. Swinging a miss on your entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one of those things that you got to do is like, if you're going horror, I mean, you have to make sure that you're going slasher. Yeah. Um, because like, if you do anything like ghost related or anything haunting, it's going to take a while and, you know, it can go either way. Whereas I think if you see something where it's just like, I don't know, pretty much anything with a slash and almost anything with a monster, you're probably going to be okay. True. That's the way I would do that. Now, something I saw, that, that's, that's, that's sound advice. Mm-hmm. There's something I saw that was surprisingly, it was just okay. I thought it would be a lot funnier. Psycho Goreman. It's a good name. It, it's it's great. It's just this big alien beast, and then there's these two kids, and this one little girl uh, has like the stone that controls them, so she's pretty much in command of this psycho Gorman, and he's like this, hmm. like really good practical effects. Really like, and if you watch the trailer for it, it's just like, oh man, that's gonna be hilarious. And I was like, eh, it was it was wasn't it was funny at times, but some of the characters. They're just like, eh, I don't really care much for these. But I guess, too, what are you, do we really need to talk character development and some? No, definitely not. Psycho Goreman. <laughs> what am I doing? I mean, that you're watching that for those, you know, two or three. Yeah. Hopefully, gems in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It it can get tough. So I mean, the one thing that I feel like I've been missing on is like a lot, like something more uh, action packed. Whereas there's like titles that have like action in them that I don't think that's that good and doesn't really make sense. So which would be, you know, the 
Halloween Kills, Halloween 18, well, more so Halloween Kills. Uh, this last year's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that led me to checking out, also on Hulu, the new Predator movie, Prey. Oh, Prey. Yes. So we have a review from Stacey Lane Wilson up on RedRiverHorror.com. Yep, you can check it out. Check that out. Read her right up. She gives it four out of five boats, which is a very strong review. So I will discuss it with people, but I highly recommend checking out her right up or watching it and then reading her right up, which is normally what I do. So I'm going to have to read hers because after I watched it, I would not give it four out of five boats, but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. also, I wouldn't give it one. Um, Wow. But it was that week. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And I was hoping for some... You know what? I think my problem is is I set I set expectations of what I hope it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then when it isn't, it just turns me down. Like, turns me off. Yeah. just I'm like, ah. It's like, really? It's like if... You know what it is? I say a lot of dumb shit just by looking at something. Like, just dumb stuff. For make myself laugh. And it's like if I looked at the box and started making fun of what I think it's going to be, that's exactly what it was. Okay. Hmm. Like, that's, I think that's what let me down. It's like in first, my thoughts of just being like, what's this movie going to be about? And like joking in my head. And that was exactly what it was about the entire time. <laughs> so for me, a little bit of a letdown. Um, if you're into the Predator series, I, I'm curious what people think. So, you know, of course, to find me at Red River Joe or at River Horror, you got to tell us what you think about Prey. I'll probably tweet about it and then, you know, see if I get any responses. I, you, I get responses every time I tell, talk about how horrible Halloween looks, but. <laughs> yeah, no, Halloween. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to that. Now, Predator, I think, Predator, that's a shame because they are due for a good film. And I actually did the I did the uh, the August preview this month for oh. Red River Horror, and I th- that's exactly what I said. It's I don't I, I wouldn't throw this is a little more color you have to get from listening to the podcast. Uh, you and I saw Predators in theaters. Yeah, without knowing anything about it or who was in it. No, just no, and and that's the that's the beauty of the pre pulling up your phone and. Yep. Uh, looking things up world because we did the same thing with alien vs predator. I don't think I saw a trailer for it. We're just like, Oh, let's go see it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So predators, same thing. I enjoyed predators. I didn't know until now where you can read everywhere online, people's reviews of it, that predators does have a, a more favorable rating than non favorable rating. Yeah. But people took issue with, you know, Adrian Brody being the main tough guy, like him be, it's just like, how is he a freaking mercenary? Sure. You know, so it's just like, okay, like I didn't think of that. When we went to see it, I didn't think it's just like, it's freaking Adrian Brody. It was. Yeah. And around that time, wasn't, that was after the pianist when like he was like getting. Yeah. Oscar noms and stuff. Be like, oh shit, it's the dude from the pianist. Right. right, Like he was, he, he was either getting really hot or just was. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I really didn't think about it. Neither did I. So that so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's these things uh, with the Predator itself. I want so bad for there to be a good movie because I like Predator. Did not like Predator Two. 
I, I don't know many who who do. If you do, great. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I love Danny Glover. We talked about him. I love Danny. Love Glover. that guy. <laughs> uh, Predator. So I guess would the third Predator technically be just if you were if you were to buy a box set? I think it would go right to AVP. That's what that's what I think too. Yeah. So Predator One or Predator Predator Two. Yeah. AVP, which again, I I that's that was fine. Hey, we had a lot of fun with yeah. that. Yeah, we talked about that in uh, when we did our verses. Exactly. So There's, I mean, we've that's just, that movie like that's what I'm talking about, where it's just kind of dumb fun. Yes. Um. So where is this? This goes back to the more serious tone, which you get in Predators. You do get that in Predators. Yeah, uh, you're but right. This goes back to the serious tone, and it does like a nice like, you know. Back in this, in I think it takes place in seventeen oh one or seventeen. It's Comanche Nation, right? Yeah, that's the, so. It's yeah, so it's before the United States was established as the United States. Yeah, things were more wild. I guess. Well, mostly. I mean, the main cast is mostly Native Americans, so right. in, or indigenous, or indigenous. Yeah, indigenous. Yeah, so it, I mean. And it's the ideas there. I just don't think it was really well done overall. But that's just this man's opinion. Totally worth checking out if you want that. If you just want a Predator movie. And and that's... Th- th- there's my problem. <laughs> I, I guess we haven't really had time to say what the hell kind of Predator movie do you want. Yeah. And then also, why are we talking about it in all sorts of horror spaces when it's like predator is not really horror at all no the 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 problem is it's it gets embraced in that community like i think it's osmosis to be perfectly honest yeah kind of like alien yeah like you see because only the first alien is really like oh this is pretty scary it's sci-fi horror yeah uh, but yeah, Predator is not scary. It's not a scary movie. This, no. this thing taking dudes, taking, <laughs> yeah, no. taking these the army dudes out. So it's like just big muscly men, <laughs> right? Dude, I for, I completely forgot to just because it's been a little while. Yeah. Um, I, I did watch Predator again when when Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers shake hands, and it's. <laughs> Just those big mitts, muscles. So over the top. Dude, it's hilarious. It's I mean, it's kind of funny how that trend is just dead. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's still plenty of people who get jacked, like if you're into like wrestling and stuff like that, but like your movie stars. Yeah. It's more of a trim <laughs> compared to the bulk of the eighties. Wow. I so I just I just forgot how ridiculous that that handshake what like that's just incredible but so predator predator 2 avp which i liked and i liked predators the predator had some cool things but i it was yeah it was you know it was fun like all right um the predator would actually be if you really ever just wanted to see the predator mess stuff up that's like like you know fight like a huge predator and right fighting each other and killing the humans and just like if you 
Now, you know, I'm talking myself out of this. I don't know. Maybe there's just a predator for everybody. You know, there, there <laughs> is. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you're just going to like what you like. Maybe it's like, are we just getting to be those kinds of people in our older age? We're just kind of like, bah. maybe I don't think so. If you hear me talk about, you know, when I talked about Ghostbusters or if you ever hear me talk about the Sonic movies or there's things that I still very much like. Or if we talk about like, you know, you know, Midnight Mass or um, I can't wait. To, uh, I can't remember his name, but either way, like see what's next after after Midnight Mass, because we are two for three. I didn't like Bly Manor. I um, I checked out a Bly Manor. Loved yeah. it. Loved Hill House. And I'll give checked it, out a Bly yeah, Manor. Bly Manor is really well done. Everything about it's good. It's just I it wasn't I think coming off of Hill House was hard to yeah. get into. Again, like I do this with like expectations. Sure. Um so I'm trying to keep that bar really low and it'll be okay. Yeah. So let's instead of something new, let's talk about something old because you uh-huh. have finally Watched a movie that I talk about a lot, and it's one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. You finally watched Jaws. I did it. I did it. It took since the beginning of this podcast yeah, and then my whole life before it to see Jaws, but I finally did. Now, out of expectation, so it's a movie that you've heard of, obviously. You sure. Know, you know mostly what it's about. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking going in? Like, what were your expectations going into it? And then what surprised you about it? Going into it, I I actually kept my expectations in check. Okay. I know that this is something you and I watched years ago, the horror movie moments. I know we're talking about the number one horror movie moment yeah. is when um, the girl gets attacked in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... And I'm just like, really... Like what that so we got past that. I did not expect to go into it. So I again I checked everything at the door. I didn't expect to be frightened of the ocean the way the people were frightened of the ocean in nineteen seventy five or six. For sure. Like we're we're well past that. It's just like if it's damn hot, I'm going in. If a shark's gonna eat me, then what the hell? So be it. Yeah. Um so so with that being said, I was surprised at how I can't remember when they came up with the PG thirteen rating, mm-hmm. but I, I it's weird to think that that's like a PG, right? So it's before film. PG thirteen. Yeah, so PG thirteen I think came into existence in nineteen early eighties, right? So so it, it's hard for me to talk about your first question. The second question, what surprised me yeah. was how much of an adventure it was. Right? That's the, the that that's the thing the, the first part it's just like I don't know because I kind of kept everything in check. It's just like, all right, this is not my scariest movie moment. I'm not going to be afraid to go in the ocean. Yeah. It's like all that stuff you can go to hell with. Yeah. What what I wasn't expecting was just what a fun ride it was. Right. I mean, once you get like, you know, the whole build up, you know, the first half is the whole build up and they're on land. And then once they get to the boat yeah. and they're out on the water and everything, like you kind of feel like you're in there. And it's like one of the best scenes is like where they're just drinking at night. I it's love like, that scene. Yeah. Yes. So good. Yep. And the other funny thing is like, so when we were kids, you know, Richard Dreyfus was, you know, a well-known 
you know, movie sure. star by then, like the movies we might have seen him in the 90s, where it was like, what about Bob and Mr. Holland's Opus? Right. But it's like you've been watching a movie like Jaws, and it's like, oh, yeah, so that's why he was famous. Right. Because he's great in it. Dude, he was cracking me up. Yeah. Like, I, th- like, he was, li- when his character started, like, when he entered the fray, I was dying yeah. when he brings the, the bottle of wine to the dude's house and just his whole way of conversing yeah. throughout the film. He was an interesting character. Yeah, in, in a movie where everything is so... It's like it's not like he's comedic. He's comedic relief, but not in a um, over-the-top way mm-hmm. where he's just like... He's just a smart guy who just thinks everything's bullshit and, you know, he knows that the that's not the right <laughs> shark and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And they yeah. get on that boat. It's uh, it's fun, and then that's the thing. That's another thing you kept unlocking these characters. Yeah. As you went through, I, you know, you meet the, the crazy guy that owns the boat, and she's like, oh wow, yeah, okay, this guy's intense. Yeah. It's it's, builds and builds, and then like those and, those encounters with the shark. Yeah. The first one where they're shooting the, <laughs> harpoons into like trying like getting the. Uh, what do you call it? the the floater the barrels the or barrels whatever. on them yeah and it's like and then they go down and it's like oh <laughs> shit it's big it's yeah big. so so that's uh, actually real sidebar what why why that was one thing I didn't understand just because I just had to keep pushing forward uh-huh. with the movie what was with the barrels what is that supposed to do they would keep them up by the surface so it's like they get, like you know they're shooting barbs oh. into them. And that's so it's like we can't die. It pulls him back up for when he dives. Okay, so th- so right, so they're they're wasting all these barrels, and it it's not coming up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that and it's like normally sense. you're gonna try and catch it, so you get those barrels on it, so that way it can't dive. Yeah. It keeps it kind of anchored towards the surface. <laughs> right. Yeah. That makes sense. But this thing was too strong. Yes. Too now, strong. It, it it was. It just took me because you know what's funny. It's. We we've talked about this many times before on the podcast. Yeah. It's hard for me to get emotionally invested in things to just kind of let go and and just immerse yourself in the film itself. I was able to do that with Jaws partly because you know my son was home with me. It's just like you know what, like let's let's watch Jaws. I've never yeah. seen it. What the hell? So we both just sat there and watched Jaws for the first time. Yeah, and it's it was. Like- it it has just the adventure of it all is what, what I yes. love about it. Yeah, like getting there and then be and like you know you're 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 in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, that's why Steven Spielberg got big. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty <laughs> like, damn good know, film. So these guys make good movies. Yes, <laughs> and it's it is rewatchable. Yeah, I I will definitely check it out because I do like. Shark Week, which is a newer development for me. I was not, I never cared about sharks or anything like that growing up. It, yeah. it, it just, it happened to be on, and me and Melissa were at dinner, and everybody kind of stopped. Um, we were at dinner over at Dad's house, and everybody kind of stopped, just like, oh, Shark Week's starting. So like, <laughs> really? So then it was just like, all right, well, well, we'll hang for a little longer. We'll sit here and watch whatever the hell this is. Yeah, I mean, Shark Week's fine. Yeah. Um, my one of like the dumbest rituals I have and I have to be like my wife's not down for it but it's like one of those things where if it's like I'm alone Mm -hmm. so it usually happens like if I'm if I'm hungover (laughs) 
I always get, I go out and I get a, a fountain Coke and I watch like a nature documentary. Okay. So it's like, I kind of do my shark week thing. All that like sharks. Cool. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I used to get really into shark week when I was a kid. Um, we didn't have cable, so I'd have to go, I'd go down to my grandmom's. That's like, thing. what like, are you watching? I'm like sharks. I'm like the opposite of every, that's, that's the thing. Like, when we were kids, that's that is the time to appreciate Shark Week. Me, yeah. it's just like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you, the thing is, it's so commercial now. You inject, you inject things that I like into it, and I'm definitely gonna watch it. So, For sure. so the first night it was like jackass. It was like jack. It's just like, oh, okay. Uh, so it's gonna be they're gonna be doing jackass stunts with sharks. Fine. Okay. I think the second night or the third night, it was the Impractical Jokers. It's like, all right, so now you're now Shark Week's so yeah. commercial that like I was even watching some of the programming during the day at the one at one point, and they played a past Shark Week episode where Guy Fieri was in it. So, <laughs> so I'm like, so so that that's uh, I I of course when when you were a kid, Shark Week was Shark Week, and just seeing yeah. these images and the the you know just. Uh, footage that you would never see like now you can go online and look at live cameras on youtube and whatever the hell you want but when you're a kid Mm -hmm. you don't have access we didn't have access to all that so shark week's like whoa like that's that's a 10 foot shark that's a 15 foot shark and they're slowing it down it's all cool i I missed all that i'm just on the commercialization stuff's nuts man (laughs) now here's so talk about the ocean, or mm-hmm. maybe any body of water. What's what is your? There's some people who have like that total fear of sharks. Um, like, would you say would sharks be your number one biggest fear nope. in the water? Not at all. Me neither. You know, my brother swam with the great. He did like cage diving in South Africa. That's right. Yes, he got that real close up. I think he like showed it because we were at your parents' house. That Christmas Eve, I've literally yes. picked him up from the airport, and we went to my aunt and uncle's, and then to your place. Wow! Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty cool. Like I, I, it's like I don't know. I'm like, would sharks be the scariest thing for me in the ocean? I mean, for me, not a chance. What? I just, lo- I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, if if we're talking about a situation where I'm stranded and you know they're yeah. circling, sure. But uh, no. What would yours be? I think it's the. I hear in Australia they have uh, poisonous water snakes. Sure. I I mean not freshwater snakes like yeah. sea, like ones in the sea that would freak me. I I would not want to see a snake. They got crocodiles that go in salt water out there. Yes, they do, and that's scary enough. But the yeah. thing is, if I see a and I'm not scared of snakes, yeah. but the idea of a, of a, something not fitting, it would like be yeah. it would like a it would like. Be like a shark being in the Schuylkill River. Yeah. Just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not, we're, we're missing. You're not supposed to be here. Yeah, right. So so if there was a big enough poisonous sea seawater snake, yeah. that would freak me out. But honestly, I think something that's just majestic but terrifying, uh, the Portuguese man of war. Yeah. That's a, because those things, like, I mean, they, they, I don't know. Maybe I mean, it could be exaggerating hundreds of feet, but those tentacles are so damn long. Yeah, imagine getting wrapped up in that. Yeah. Yikes. 
So yeah, that so I would say if the sea water snake exists out there in Australia, that would be number one. And and you know I know the Portuguese man of wars is a thing. So yeah, there's a lot of scary stuff in there. There is. Yeah, mine's always getting. Mine would be like it's kind of like the thing where it's you know not so much like shark attack or anything like that, but it'd be like you know there's things we do as people that seem like harmless and innocent, like whale watching. Mm-hmm. It's like if one of those things hmm. just decides to do something that it doesn't normally do, it can take take out the entire boat. Mm-hmm. And not only that, create like a vacuum that will just suck you down and yep. you will not come back up to the surface able to breathe. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. So, or even if you don't die immediately, yeah, you're you're yeah, gonna, not, you're not gonna have a good time. <laughs> no, <laughs> inside a whale's stomach. Yeah, not even in its stomach. Or like stomach, it, whatever. Like, the way like if it does like a hit and dive, like that's like one of the things like in like uh, when you see like you know a boat go down and it's just like you see him like swimming away from it. It's like that create like that sinkage that creates a, like the a current like its own rip hmm. that will pull you down with it. Wow. So it's like the surface of the water going down. If you're near like that ledge, it's you're gonna go with. <laughs> Whales are massive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that would be for me. A whale, like like a whale. Yeah, like like some- a whale misbehaving. Like not misbehaving. A yeah. whale misbehaving. A, a whale. Like so, you're out whale watching, and that yeah. thing just decides to start coming at you or something. Yeah, just something where it just doesn't. <laughs> Play, play, yeah, not even on purpose. It doesn't have to be on purpose. For some reason, that just gets me. Yeah. Huh. Forget how vulnerable we are. It's like, you know, it's not not our natural habitat. No. No, the ocean's not something to mess around with. No. If they say this to stay the hell out because you'll get pulled. Yeah. And it's like, like, do that. I think I've retired. Well, no, I keep, I say I have, but I don't think I have retired from body surfing. So that's another one. I love doing that stuff. What's and, body surfing? Yeah, you, know, you ride the wave, but you use your body. You know, I'm not using a boogie board. So oh yeah, okay. I, I, I do go that. out and well, catch, you know, put my arms out, catch the wave, okay. ride back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So everyone's hmm. got a horror story about that. We're just like, oh well, my friend's uncle did that, and then you know, this the wave took him down. He just hit, hit his neck, and now he's quadriplegic. Where ah uh, yeah, hit his neck. Now he's dead. I never thought of that. Yeah. Keep, I always ride the wave. Yeah. I well, mean, I did. keep my head up. I don't put my head down. Okay. Um, I don't know how much that has to do with it. I've gotten slammed down pretty hard, but it's like I hit my chest. I didn't hit my head. Yeah, <sighs> whatever. I'm going to be doing a piece, actually, to be, uh, T-U-B-I. Yeah. They, uh, they sent me something uh, a little while ago, so I'm actually going to write a piece for Red River Horror they, if if you want to watch shark movies, they have all of them. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I definitely want to check that out because like Tubi, Tubi's an app where it's like I, I've opened it, but I haven't mm-hmm. really given it a full look over. So definitely check out Tubi. It's it's cool because it, it's I don't know if they're the first, but they're definitely going aggressively towards acquiring original properties. Yeah. W- what's unique about that, and maybe Crackle did it back in the day. I'm not sure, but what's unique about that is they are a an ad service. So it's like Tubi is free. You download it wherever you can get Tubi. Right. You can watch these movies, but you're going to have commercial breaks. So Jaws, for instance, 
I had commercial breaks, which mm. having a kid that you have to, you know, change and feed and stuff like, you know, not, not a bad thing. Like, yeah. So, uh, yes. So Tubi has the ads, but they have original stuff. I think there's one really ridiculous one I saw where like uh, a hammerhead shark is like standing up and just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. That's why I'm going to write a piece about it. I'm just, there, there's so much happening. I'm like, F it. We got to, we got to see what's up <laughs> with Tubi and sharks. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'll, I'll get that up there at redriverhorror.com. Yeah. It's interesting. That's why I checked out Tubi because I thought I could get lo- like local channels on it, but you can't. What? It's its own thing. Well, I think you can get NBC and Fox. Really? Yes. Huh. I think. But which, I don't, why would you, if you have all those movies, TV shows, all that programming, why would you turn on NBC and Fox from Tubi? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sports. Um, Sports. But but it's literally, if you're thinking as a service to subscribe to, now it's just a, yeah. it's just another place to stream things from. Yeah. But they had Jaws, whereas the other places didn't. Mm. So that's why it was just like, oh, Jaws is on here. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, we are, you know, we're approaching a new era into the streaming wars. Yeah, uh, where now there's so many. Now we're about to start witnessing mergers and all sorts of stuff yep. coming our way. So it's going to be interesting to see what the future might hold. Um, well, yeah. Well, with the among these free ones, that the, this is a fun. Tubi's been reaching out to me, or at least to the site, for a good while now. So it seems like they're. The funny thing is, like they found Red River Horror. I never felt like I never subscribed sure. to anything in there. I never put. So it's kind of cool. All right. So next episode, we're going to talk some Tubi. We'll both check out Tubi. Yeah, that works. Let's do it. Um, but uh, real quick before we go, I know we got to wrap. Your thoughts? I know you said the Jaws sequels were garbage. They're not good. What? I feel like that's just my line when I think something's not good is a very firm. They're not good. Right. right. <laughs> what about the, so obviously I'm not expecting anything, like Jaws is a classic. It's probably in the Library of Congress, right? I would yeah. think. Yeah. So, I mean, the sequels you're hitting into the 80s theme of things. So, I mean, so if you're a big fan of, you know, the Friday the 13th, part three and beyond, mm-hmm. or the Nightmare on Elm, part two and beyond. I mean, that's what Halloween's four and five. I mean, yeah. take that style and turn it into Jaws. So, two, if I remember correctly, two is like it had eggs. And like something like that. So, it's like the. Had eggs. Like it laid eggs, so you find out that it was a female and it laid eggs or something like that. Oh, so I then see. There's literally the, new, the shark. So head. it's literally the spawn, or the offspring of yeah. that shark. And then three is Jaws 3D, which we get introduced to Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Quaid. So, wow. uh, and I think in that one, is that the one where it's like they try and have it in a aquarium or something? No cheese. And then the fourth one is called Jaws the Revenge. Where it's brings back the I see Jaws two I always draw a blank on. I'm like, was Roy Schneider die in Jaws two, or did they just say that he was dead and then it's the wife from the first one 
I think Schne- Roy Schneider's in Jaws 2. I think, yeah, I believe he dies. Wow. So they kill off a major player yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? Sorry, no, sorry for the spoiler alert. No, no that's, that's, I, I, I'm not going to. Uh, so either way, it's the wife. And she's in Jaws for the revenge, and like just the final showdown scene is like her on a boat and a charge at the shark. It's like a jet. It's yeah, okay. It's silly. All right, so to put it in perspective, I watched those movies on UPN fifty seven on Sunday afternoons. Ah, that's right. the kind of movies they are. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean, I ha- I just needed a little bit of a clarification because I wanted to continue. Like I tell you what, I'll watch Jaws two with you, and we'll just kind of we can, okay, piece it together, see how that goes. That works. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, let's do we'll do some Tubi next week. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, that that'll we'll absolutely do some Tubi so we'll next week. We'll do some Tubi, and, uh, and we'll probably get an get get a story in and maybe we'll have a guest. Yes. Sorry for the, uh, the layoff, but we actually do there. We're, we're going to uh, be speaking to, I think a director of yeah. a film coming up soon. So we got, well, we, we do have things popping. And, uh, if you read my August preview at redriverhard.com, uh, there's some, some surprises in there. Uh, August is the official start to spooky season. And I explain why in that article. I mean, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay. And I will read it and probably agree with you even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, thanks. It's good to be back, man. It's great to be back, Ed. And, you know, we'll, uh, we're back. This has been episode number 84. Of course, you know where to find us. You go to redriverhorror.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Red River Horror. Uh, you can find me at Red River Joe. Shoot us an email with episode ideas, or if you want to come on, etc. at redriverhorror at gmail.com. Uh, I've been Joe Zakreski. You've been Eddie Cayazzo. Anything else to add there, Ed? That's it, man. Have oh, a good man. Have a good night, usually. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have a great have a great one. And uh, remember to uh, keep traveling those channels of fear. <laughs>